0: And welcome
1: to this edition of Bison Talks Impact, and uh, we're coming to you via the Total Nonstop Impact Network, where I Bison talk about anything to do with Impact um, and Impact stars, past and present. And I'm today joined by the one and only former, unfortunately, tag team champ and Forebreaks division champion, Jake Christ. Hello, brother. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm great. What a great introduction. Thank you.
1: No worries. Uh, I I just want to let everyone know that uh, Jake's driving at the moment. Uh, He's just uh, taking his daughter to uh, to a special uh, to an appointment and he's on his way home and he's managed to uh, find a little bit of time uh, to to speak to the Bison today, which I appreciate a lot. Uh, So thank you for that, Jake. Thank you.
0: Not a problem. I appreciate you having me on, my friend.
1: Good man. Okay, so. I am a huge fan of the of your run, so I'm really looking forward to getting into some of these questions. So uh, first off, I I always ask this question at the moment because uh, obviously we're in unprecedented time. So I'm just hoping that you're staying safe and flying, finding plenty of things to do. Keep yourself busy um, during this time. Uh, Can you give us an insight into uh, what you've been what you've been up to at the moment? Oh, uh,
0: basically, uh, just living the dad life, which I love, uh, like I said, going, going to appointments, uh, going to the grocery store, playing video games, uh, you know, walking the dogs, exercising at home, playing video games, <laughs> playing more video games and more video games <laughs> and more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, I, I feel like I've been, uh, keeping, uh, pretty busy during these times. These these crazy times that we all are, uh, living, living in and suffering through. I would love to go see a couple friends, but you know, you gotta, you gotta stay locked down.
1: Yeah, exactly. You gotta stay safe. And, and, you know, as you mentioned, you've got, you've got some children. So, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to make sure that you're doing the right thing by them too, haven't you?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got to make sure that they're doing the right thing too by, uh, The family can't let the 16-year-old out and hanging out with her friends. Probably sucks, don't it, Brooklyn?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless! I bet bet it does. I can imagine it does. But one one good thing about this time at the moment, I suppose, is that uh, we have video. We have video calling. I mean, uh, at least uh, they can stay in contact through through the internet and, and through the. Through the, the, the amazing phones that we have these days. So they're very yeah, lucky. Man. We didn't have it back in our day, did we? No,
0: not at all. Like, uh, I, back in my day, this, this you know, might you know, tell my age a little bit, but I used to have a pager. Like, <laughs> you ever heard of a pager? Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. We definitely <laughs> have pagers. Go fly, me. My
0: daughter's looking at me now, like, what is a pager, Dad? <laughs> was the, someone that paged you, and when you got a page, they said the number, and you had to call that number. And if you didn't have a cell phone back then, you had to go and find a payphone. Um, That's right. for a quarter in there, and the page. Like I always got the page 911. like, oh my God, what's what's so serious? 911. <laughs>
1: That's nightmare, yeah. I remember Pages. God blimey. me, yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember the very first uh very first mobile phone that I had was uh it was like a Motorola and a big old flip thing on it and you had to pull the aerial up. I did you remember the, those?
0: Our, the Zach Morris phones. I yeah, the exactly. Phones. It just big one, just big, uh, it's like you're holding a brick to your uh to your ear
1: that's exactly right exactly right with the aerial sticking out the top of it yeah no they they they, they and the, the battery lasted on them for about 2 hours if i remember they didn't last very long
0: it was like yeah it's probably about a 30, 30 minutes to an hour
1: <laughs> they were amazing righty then so now this is a i don't know whether a lot of people are going to know this but um i've been doing a little bit of research uh, because up until um, you t- you, you guys uh, like OV uh, turned up on um, impact. I didn't really know too much about you. So I, I sort of kind of started doing my research after that, really to finding out a lot of things that you've done before that. But uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised to know that you've actually been wrestling for 17 years. Um, and I believe your debut was uh, back in 2003. So. Do you remember who that was with and and what promotion was that?
0: It was actually 2002. Wow. So you were
1: 17?
0: Yeah, I was a junior in high school. Um, And uh, it was for uh, FCW. Not like Florida Championship Wrestling. It was for uh, First Choice Wrestling. Uh, The owner of the company was a guy named Big Jim Hutchinson and uh i wrestled it was an outdoor show it was in uh Piqua, ohio uh at right the Piqua, at the Pickwa fishing games so like uh the fishing game is like you know uh you ever heard or have you ever seen where it's like uh, i forget what kind of, what the sports name but it was like pool and they, they put the shot put out there then you, you shoot your shotgun blow it out of the air oh, oh
1: um like clay pigeon shooting.
0: Yeah, something like yeah. Exactly right, okay. like that. So though that was going off in the background and people <laughs> were actually fishing in like a little lake nearby, pulling their catfish out and uh deep frying them in the locker room that uh we are changing in. Wow. So, wow. Uh, and I uh, <laughs> It was, like I said, it was an outdoor show. Uh, I went by the name of Crazy J. Crazy J, yeah. I'll I'll never forget an older lady in the front row. There was only probably like 30 people around in in the chairs. And she kept calling me Crazy H. Come on, Crazy H. Get him, Crazy (laughs) H. So yeah, I was actually still in high school, uh 17 years old when I when I first started.
1: Wow, that's amazing. So who was it you were who were you actually wrestling?
0: Oh, I was wrestling my trainer. Uh, his name is Bill Kovaleski, but he uh, went by the Black Magic.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: he went by the Black Magic on, just for that show, uh but he's known um He was known around here, the independent circuit in Dayton, Ohio, as uh, Bodacious.
1: Okay, I'm going to look that up now, Bodacious, I'm going to look it up. And uh, is the guy still wrestling or or still training?
0: Uh, No, he he goes, like, here and there, he'll pop up at, like, a Bobby Fulton show, like, uh, one of those, like, big-time wrestling shows, like, he'll pop up, but... uh, he hasn't uh, been wrestling uh, that long, but actually, first, like, so we went from uh, the, the, pretty much the story on that is, is uh, we we built our own wrestling ring in welding class. Uh, we went <laughs> okay. to a, a local independent show. We asked the uh, workers to uh, take down the ring, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> we." Yeah, if you wrestler or if you fans want to take out this ring, by all means, take it down. So we took it down, but like uh, in all reality, we were just seeing how a wrestling ring was built.
1: Okay.
0: We put it together and stuff like that. So we took those plans and we applied those uh, to welding class and and, then Tecumseh High School history. We still have the largest project because it, it was a 15 by 15 wrestling ring. poles was uh, I believe, eight foot tall, so we got right. the, we still have the record for the uh, largest welding uh, project in school history.
1: Well, oh, that's a really cool story. thanks for that. that's really cool. Uh, so, so
0: it, it actually goes a little bit further. I don't mean to cut you off.
1: No, no, no. You carry on. Yeah.
0: We put we put the ring that we uh, that uh, we made in welding and uh, a guy named Dustin Ray's uh, barn. We actually put it in like a barnyard, and we're uh, doing like backyard wrestling events every Friday. And then, okay. Uh, um, uh, local news company came they're doing a special on backyard wrestling They came and did a special on us and um uh the, my trainer bill he uh he happened to watch the special he went to church that next uh sunday it was uh, after the service uh you know how a bunch of people group around and talk and amongst each other uh uh, one, uh, Bill asked uh, a bunch of group of people. Was like, man, I just wish I knew who these kids were that I, I seen on the special. And uh, a lady spoke up. Was like, my son actually knows those kids and is their commentator. So we okay. put him in contact with us, and uh, we we ended up doing a couple practice matches for him. And uh, he gave us this deal where he would train us for free if we uh, would be on his shows for two years to pay off the debt. And all of us being 16, 15, 16 years old, we all agreed. <laughs> so we got we got trained we got trained to be a professional or we got trained in professional wrestling pretty much for free.
1: Wow, that's amazing, absolutely amazing um that's a really really cool story um and uh, really nice to have shared that with us definitely so I mean obviously, you know you started obviously like you say that was two thousand and two then so um but what you know when all that was going down, I mean, I've noticed that uh, when I was doing the research that you've had a wide and varied career. Uh, before signing with Impact. Now, I've never heard of this, one. I've never heard of Buckeye Pro. Um, and then, uh, we, obviously, we've got Wrestling Revolver, we've got AAW, um, CZW, Juggalo. I've heard of most of these. Um, you even had a stint in uh, Ring of Honor, um, which, you know, I bet you had some incredible matches over there. And I'd never seen any of this stuff, um, which was—I no, thought it was really, really cool. But, Is there any particular standout matches in any of the promotions um, that you feel are worth a mention?
0: Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, In Ring of Honor, I think there was like two or three matches that Dave and I did with the Briscoes that were uh, really good. Uh, There was a bunch of six-man mayhems we've done uh, in Chicago Ridge uh, with with some uh, pretty – Pretty big names. I mean, Ring of Honor. We kind of we we're in Ring of Honor for wow, from 2006 or seven all the way to uh, actually was getting. I did their last show. um, I'm trying to remember what the dates. I'm not really good with the dates, but I did. I did the show right before I signed with Impact. It was probably um, a week it's or two before I got signed. And, uh, yeah, I, who knows? I maybe could have ended up back then, there, whatever. But yeah, I ended up, uh, uh, I ended up uh, signing with Impact.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And we're glad you did. We're glad you did, definitely. So, okay, so you had... Oh, well, that's good. So we had some, I mean, we had some really good matches in Ring of Honor, which sounds great. Um, You've been champions all over the place. Can you tell me a little bit about um, maybe Wrestling Revolver? Because obviously I know that obviously you guys wrestle quite a lot in Wrestling Revolver. Um, I mean, I know that's Sammy's promotion, but what what sort of kind of your your involvement in that?
0: Well, uh, Sammy and I uh, happen to be uh, really, really good friends. Uh, A few... Or if you ask, you know, a lot of people, best friends. So like I, I help out as much as I can. But wrestling revolver, like I just I go. Uh, if he asks me opinions or you know questions on certain things, uh, I'll, I'll give him my opinion. But as far as like wrestling revolver goes, I just go there and try to have the best match I possibly can uh, for my yeah. best friend because it's it's deep down. Uh, it's his promotion and i want i want it to succeed i want it to become this big powerful independent uh, company that it actually is is becoming i i i believe the wrestling revolver is one of the top uh, promotions in, in the world
1: oh I, I i mean we i mean i must be honest i mean again i didn't know too much about wrestling revolver until obviously um you know ov and and sammy and all you know guys turned up um, on impact and of course you know it's same old thing you know when you like something you tend to sort of kind of like start looking back and and oh, find yeah. where these guys come from you know I and mean, these guys are awesome where they come from and they started looking story? at story <laughs> sorry
0: it's like what's the origin story of
1: these guys exactly well, exactly give it to you exactly so and i you know, I started to sort of kind of find as much as I could online and started watching some of the stuff. And you've had some really big names there. I mean, you know, some really big names on the independent scene, you know, I mean, re- more recently, um, a couple of sort of kind of like the, the, the guys that have been released from WWE, I believe like the Ascension were, were at Wrestling Revolver. And, you know, there's been some, some really cool matches um that have taken place. I mean, we even had a couple of uh, matches take place that were that were filmed and aired on, on episodes of Impact. I mean, how cool is that?
0: Oh, that's, it's, it's amazing, especially to get the opportunity to have, uh, you know, uh, wrestling revolvers shown on uh, a big stage that like Impact is on. And, and like we were just talking, all the different countries that just got added. You know, so like that's that's huge for a company like uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver. You know, so that's yeah,
1: fantastic. Uh,
0: it's it's all everyone over here is ecstatic, and, and we're pretty happy with the way uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver is uh, headed and going.
1: Yes, I, I think Sam does. Uh, Sammy does a great job of promoting it as well. I mean, he, you know, he clearly is his it's clearly his passion as well as. Clearly, his passion for uh, uh, Impact Wrestling as well shines through. Um, and it's great to hear that, um, you know, all you guys are, are, are supporting that and, and helping him, you know, really build up his, you know, building the promotion up, which is fantastic. And the great thing is, is, is I think, from an Impact's point of view, um, how they are so willing to you know kind of you know get involved in all that side of things helping the helping you know get it promoted helping you know get eyes on the product um i, I just i just think the way that they're doing these I, kind yeah, of yeah
0: of- absolutely i'm sorry to interrupt you but i yeah no no, absolutely no correct like uh we can't thank impact wrestling enough for not only uh the amazing career that uh, that you know i've had in the company but like you said just helping out you know uh the company just helping out our company like we are really pro wrestling revolvers it's not just a slogan we are wrestling for our generation by our generation and that's legit the how we how we look at things and that's exactly how it's going to be moving forward like wrestling not not we're wrestling for everybody Exactly. generation, fire generation. You know, and that's
1: it's, it's a great promotion, and, and I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy the stuff that I get to see. You know, like say online generally, but I do, I do tend to watch as much as I can. Um, now you joined Impact, I think it was in the August of 2017. Obviously, as part of the tag team called OVE. Um, uh, this was the first time, like I said, I'd seen you guys on TV. So you know, and and the thing was. That from the minute you guys entered you know the the, the stage area uh, i mean i was back in the uk at this time it wasn't live but from the minute that you guys entered you could see um that there was something about you you guys had a presence you had an an attitude and that kind of really came across on the on tv um what do you remember i mean because i I, I, you know, you, there was a huge pop, you know, when you guys came out, uh, because I think there was a bit of expectation of what you guys were going to do, and in the promotion, etc. There was a huge pop. It came across on TV. I hope you, you know, you, you felt it uh, in oh, the I, arena. You know, I, I think, mean, what was that like?
0: It felt amazing, but to be completely honest, uh, seconds later, uh, once the match actually start or started. Uh, I really don't remember uh, much of that match at all. I kind of got uh, my bell rung, and uh, I don't, uh, I can't rem, I couldn't remember much at all.
1: Really? So yep. do you? Um, I mean, when you joined the Impact locker room, I mean, did you know was there this expectation? Did you know that they were gonna push you right off the bat? Because I mean, as soon as you arrived, it was
0: yeah, all guns. I- Plays I had in. no idea on uh, what what the plans were, what they're going to do. Um, like, I just, yeah, I, I had no idea. I just went in there with an open mind and, you know, like, hey, I'm Jake Chris, I'm going to show the world that I'm Jake Chris And whether people like it or not, it's whatever. I'm fine by yeah. either way.
1: Fair enough. Um, now, over that first year with Impact, um, we saw... OVE have some incredible matches um now especially with LAX um which which of the matches was in your view the best one and why
0: man I can't I can't just pick one um I know that's such a like a cop-out answer (laughs) but I think I think um all like the big matches like the 5150 street fight the um the barbed wire massacre three there were a few other uh, like single matches that we had that were just phenomenal but uh, if I had to pick just one, it would be the bound for glory 5150 um, street fight just because I felt like we we delivered such a great match to the world and I felt like the world, uh, showed us props for it as well. So th- to me, that's the one that is, uh, special in my heart. I also, um, with the, with, uh, my first, um, ultimate X match, that was one of my favorites too. Incredible. Yeah. So been, been a lot of, uh, been in a lot of those uh, matches now that I'm thinking about 5150 Street Fight, uh, Barbed Wire Massacre three. I think I've been there two or three uh, Ultimate X matches.
1: Yeah, there was some. I mean, there was some incredible matches that you uh, had with LAX, so absolutely incredible. And yeah, again, the it's, it's interesting because the one that stands out for me is is without doubt like, the 5150 Street Fight. Um, that match was just it was just incredible. Um some of the spots of that were great. Um and and you know, I from from a from a fan's perspective, sometimes um I've got to be careful because I'm interviewing you, so I'll be careful not to fanboy too much here. But um some of the some of the spots um in that match really, really were good. Um and to me, um, you know, what lacks uh, a little bit sometimes in the wrestling uh, business these days is kind of the sell. Um, and one thing that always that stands out for me in that particular match was the selling was was so good that you you know you believe that you guys were getting battered. Um, and and I think you know um, and coming back and you know there was a good story being told and it was just you know it was just proper uh, you know good old fashioned you know hardcore wrestling. Um, and and uh yeah that was it for me that was that was your best uh match Thank that you so had with the I really, really loved it I um,
0: that. like i said that's that's probably the my favorite too.
1: Good. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really pleased that, uh, that you said that because I, in my brain I'm thinking, oh please pick 5150, and you did. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Well, um, well, I mean, so barbed wire massacre three, I think was cool, but I mean like yeah, you know, me getting wrapped up in the barbed wire and speared was was something, but or uh, me spearing. But like I said, 5150 for me was the one.
1: Yeah, that, it was an incredible match. The wire one was great as well. Um, you know, I just think, for me, I think the the issue that you guys had with the uh, with the boards, yeah, they kept separating. I think the issues that you guys had with the boards kind of slowed the match down a little bit. So it was still a great match, but if I don't know, maybe if they'd have thought about that and and put slightly different boards on the on the uh ring for yeah. that match they they put something on the side or whatever to keep them together i think you guys would have been able to go a bit harder and a bit quicker you know what i mean like but it was, i mean, no, don't get it wrong. i agree, I agree
0: with you 100% you're right so after becoming Tag
1: champ, and then obviously dropping the titles, uh, we then see a real nice singles run push where you beat Rich Swan to become the x Division champion. And then, of course, we get the golden draw. Whose idea was it to create this sort of kind of ego-driven version of Jake? And uh, did Sammy have anything to do with it or was it all you?
0: Um, no, it was, it was actually uh, The Office. I mean, like the way... Um... The way like mine and Sammy's character was pretty much at that time like you know me me mimicking you know kind of you know you, you know doing <laughs> doing things behind his back like you, you know what I'm talking about but uh, yeah yeah that just kind of uh from like hey bro I won the X Division title and you ha- and you're you call yourself the draw. But I actually have a title, so does that make me the golden draw? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a, uh, a few times where he tried to touch my title and I wouldn't let him and stuff like that. Because, I mean, why would you let a guy touch your, your championship title after you won it? You know what I mean? Friend or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could run yeah, off exactly. on it. I don't know what he's going to do with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. He might have run off with it, you know, he could have wiped his ass with it. We just don't yeah, know what he could have done with my, it. You know what I mean? Pride of joy right
0: there.
1: Exactly. And it's interesting you should uh you should talk about the uh the promo stuff because that's actually goes in quite nicely to my next question because I wanted to talk about the promo skills. Um and how you seem to be able to to really sell a character. Uh, like for instance, the idolising of Sammy uh, by mimicking him uh, during the promos, even to the extent where you were sort of kind of mouthing his what you know is what he was saying and his movements. Um, and actually, those were some of the most favourite things um, of the OVE promos because um, they, I don't know, they, you 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 kind of when Sammy goes, Sammy goes, right? And there's no doubt about it. He gives the most compelling um, of of promos. He's got the voice, you know, he's he's got the look and everything else. But sometimes um, what makes a good promo is what's going on like next to him or behind him or or whatever so and i always thought that uh, like some of the stuff davies did you know where he would uh, just sort of kind of like you know be looking at you when you were mimicking him as if to say what the fuck are you doing right. and and um, you were like and, and, you, and i'm like what i'm not doing nothing yeah exactly it was <laughs> you know all of that kind of stuff was just you know it was it was subtle um but and, it, and to be fair, it, it, it was almost like, I mean, Sammy obviously knew what was going on. And I, I, I find it amazing that, that he could continue doing his promos, knowing or, you know, seeing stuff at the corner of his eye going on, you know, with you Good. sort of, kind of mimicking him and all that kind of stuff. How he could actually keep a straight face while all that was going on, because actually the subtleties of those promos were what really made them. Um, Absolutely. So, he, loved so just, he loved it. He loved it. like imagine he does but you know again like i said it's definitely the subtleties of what's going on behind which often make those promos and there are there's nothing better than some of those ove promos you know certainly in the in the early days um you know when you guys first came in they were they were really really good um Mm -hmm. you know you get totally drawn in i bet you had a lot of fun making those
0: Absolutely we did. I mean anything uh, that we got to do together and uh collaborate together on, it just made it that much better and easier to film. You know, when you when you're into something you actually believe in the character and the characters were us pretty much. Uh you know, I mean except for the whole like me mimicking Sammy, you know, I, I don't I don't do that in my <laughs> regular day life, but I mean, I think that's what made it uh, so so good is because we just all had so much fun and we believed in what we were doing and we believed in each other. Because there's a point in time in uh, in this business where you can't trust a lot of people, and you know, when you finally get into a group where you you can trust everybody, it it makes it that much more easier. And it makes it much, it's, makes it a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, you know, I've read a lot of things and I've heard interviews of of, of talents that always put uh, Sammy and yourself, especially, over quite a lot. In the sense that um, you guys are very, you know, you're into kind of helping others. Um, you know, and you're quite happy to get people over. You know, it's not all about you kind of thing. But at the same time, you sort of kind of realise that, you know, by you getting others over, you're actually getting yourselves over at the same time yeah. um and
0: I- yeah that's the whole that's the whole point and that's what was taught with us we we've been doing this from uh, day one i mean look at desmond xavier zachary wentz trey miguel list the list can go on and on myron reed all these all these guys were helped by us uh, we we um i had like a little little factory-type thing we were going with uh, in Dayton called Rockstar Pro Wrestling. We ran shows every Wednesday, first Friday of every month, and it got everybody working and and experience, and uh, I think that's why you see guys uh, like Trey, Zach, and and Dez as fast as we have because those guys are like phenomenal at what they do. And they've only been wrestling for probably less than four or five years. I've, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of always been our motto: is to help out others. We gotta help out the youth because if we don't help out the youth, we don't get them over. We don't put them over. Who else can we beat? Yeah, you know, exactly. You beat, nobody, you, you beat nobody. You become a nobody. You know what I mean? So like you gotta. Plus, it's it's just it's helping out the business. You know, and passing passing on what was taught to me you know and that's that's all you can ask for and, and they took took those balls and they ran with them and i yeah. hope they're not ever gonna look back
1: no i hope so i hope so i think uh talking about the rascals uh they, they they i i when i went when i was over uh in new york in november do you remember meeting me in november
0: yes i do yeah
1: Yeah, good, good. So, um, yeah, when I was over in New York in November for the Melrose Show, um, I remember watching Trey especially. Trey uh, and Des is lightning quick as well, as well as Zach. Um, But all three of those guys are so fast. If you you blink, you you almost miss two or three moves. Um, you, You find yourself sort of just like, 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 keep it. Trying to keep your eyes open for the whole thing because you don't want to miss anything. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, yeah, incredible talents, and it's, it's really, yeah. I guess it's like you say, yeah. They, they've got to have a natural talent. They've got to have, they, they've got to have like that ability and that athletic prowess. But at the end of the day, they've also got to have decent trainers, right? And they've got to have people teaching them the business, how, yeah. to, how to do the moves, how to sell, and all that kind of stuff. And you guys have, have clearly done a fantastic job with um, them.
0: A lot about this business is just getting in a car with somebody that's, that's uh, you know, uh, um, a veteran in this business that you, uh, even if you can look up to them or some sort, that's the best learning tool that you could ever get in this business is just riding along with vets with your vets and just asking questions asking about the business Eat and most of the time if people don't ask about the business you'll just learn it in the car ride anyways like it just it oozes out of people
1: yeah, yeah, because you're always talking about stuff. You're always discussing what you're gonna try, what you're gonna do. Um, you know, how to act, and, and uh, yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that. I think, I think it's great. Um, and I love the fact that you're saying, you know, talking about kind of like giving back to the, to the business. Um, you know, that's amazing, and and um, I appreciate that as a fan because at the end yeah. of the day, I want to be watching wrestling until I'm 80. You know, I, yeah, I just, that's I love it.
0: God willing.
1: <laughs> God willing. Definitely. Um, now, I want to ask a little bit about the current situation with, obviously, the closed arena shows. Um, now, how are Impact keeping you guys safe? Um, you know, what's the morale like in the locker room during these sort of kind of tapings and stuff? Um, you know, what's your take I think, on it?
0: I, I think if you actually are looking at the product and, and you see the in-ring work, it kind of speaks for itself. Because to me... Uh, that's saying the morale's up, like, no one's like, we're like, everyone's still having fun, we're still enjoying ourselves, and the precautions that uh, impact are taking uh, during this crisis is amazing. Uh, in between, in, and after uh, matches, doesn't matter if someone stepped in the ring, uh, they they sprayed, they get all that uh, um, um sanitized down for us they mop every uh, mat before uh before show or before each match Uh, we take we're taking our temperature they're providing masks you know so like they're they're doing everything they can as as a company and i appreciate all all the stuff that they've been doing and like i said i feel the morale is up in the locker room
1: Oh, I mean, there, there is no doubt that uh, what's being produced at the moment for me is probably um, the probably the best uh, televised product out there at the moment. And I think that uh, I just wish more people uh, would, would sit back and just uh, give it give it a chance. I, th- I think they're starting to. I think uh, the I think more for, they...
0: you're absolutely right, and uh, I, I think if uh, if you really look at all the shows that are doing the empty arenas. Uh, Maybe I'm biased, but I think ours looks the best and has the best feel to it.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I mean, the way that everything's been set up, um, you know, to be fair, you just don't even... You don't even notice that there isn't a crowd there, right? Now, you know, there's so many times that, uh, you know, I I hear people moaning about, oh, you can't hear the audience. They don't mic the audience well enough and all this kind of stuff. I never have an issue with that at all.
0: Yeah, Um, me neither. This empty arena stuff does not bother me one bit because uh, I come from the independent circuit where there's been, even before the crisis happened, uh, there would only be, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 people in the crowd, some shows, so it's like ha- it's like doing private shows this is, this is nothing <laughs> new to me.
1: <laughs> what I actually like about it though is, uh, is interestingly enough and uh, uh, is that you know obviously when you got the, when you've got uh, an audience and you've got all the crowd noise and everything else, you don't necessarily hear uh, what's going on in the ring itself. So one thing I have really liked is the fact that you can actually hear that you guys um, sort of kind of grunting at each other and, and kind of, oh, you know, like... I
0: like, the, I, like the, I like to talk shit when I'm in there.
1: Exactly, <laughs> the trash talking. We like the trash talking. I mean, you can hear all that stuff. Whereas, obviously, when you've got an audience, you can't hear any of that. So, right. um, I, I quite like it. I think, I think it, it adds actually quite a lot to it. I, I think it's really cool. Um, so, moving on from that now obviously you know we've seen the demise of of ove now um after and I, and and obviously from your perspective after a short stint uh with obviously the council uh, the council culture uh now you're pretty much on your own um what what can we expect uh to see now from from jc moving forward um is there a possibility we might um you know, we might see you reunite with Sammy, or maybe uh, Nevaeh and Havoc, um, or will will we finally see you go it completely alone?
0: Uh, only time will tell. Um, I will say, with all the uh, the darkness um, going around in the world today, I don't think you'll ever see me wearing any type of bright colors again until uh, things are brighter. That's for sure. You know, okay the, the, the fact is is um, you know uh, life is hitting hard you know for a lot of people you know and there's a like I said there's a lot of bad things going around the world across the world and until then i'm going to be the man in black
1: okay that's interesting um Okay. Maybe that's a hint. I don't know. Maybe that's a hint or something. I'm not sure, but it'd be interesting to see where, where, where all that pans out. Um, now, interestingly enough, um, obviously, I know that um, you and, and Nevaeh are together. Um, how, how come it's taken so long for us to see Nevaeh on impact? she's amazing how on earth is she taking so long for impact to get her on telly she is incredible
0: um i i agree with you a thousand percent and i think um i think it's one of those cases where to be completely honest and i know this might you know uh come across the wrong way with like everything that's going out going on right now but uh like, if you look at any type of business or any type of workplace, uh, women are are more cutthroat than the men. Right. You know, I really think, like, to be completely honest, I think a lot of that has to do with that. that you know, a lot of jealousy that's went on. Because she's been wrestling for 15 years, too, now. So, I mean, yeah. there's no way. Like, she has a similar story as I do. Like, she's been in Ring of Honor. She's been to Mexico, and she's, she's been all over. But, like, you know, uh, there was just that one thing that stopped her from being on TV. And it's not because she isn't beautiful. It's not because she can't wrestle, because everyone sees that. So it has to be something else that, that's happened in the past. And I don't know who it is or, or what it is. That's just my speculation, just being, you know, uh, a Even out of wrestling, you know, just not in the wrestling business. I'm, I'm talking about real life world. Women like are cutthroat towards each other. <laughs> yes, I really think that might have to be a big, you know, uh, has a big, you know, uh, 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 deal with. it. Well, I'll I tell you. Pass that's on. A, uh, that's a real. That was a real question, or that you know, a real answer there. That's from the bottom of my heart. Like, I think that's what's happened. I think people stepped on their toes. I don't know who. I, th- I don't think it's just one. It was a bunch. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, so. I'll tell you now, I, 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 you can pass this on from the Bison, that uh, I think she is um, an incredible talent. And uh, I am so pleased um, that we're getting to see her wrestle. Um, on, on Impact TV, and um, I don't know what the uh, you know what the signing you know situation is with her. Obviously, nothing's been set in stone, but I hope that she gets signed for for a decent amount of time, and I and I hope that we get to see her uh, perform for for a long time to come because she she's Me she's too.
0: damn good. She's damn good. I I hope the same things uh, for her as well. I hope hope she gets signed for, to a multi-year deal. Like, who knows what's down the line. And I would love to continue my path and journey uh, in, in wrestling with her. Because, I mean, it just started, like, not too long ago that she was uh, starting to get booked. So, I would love to continue this. And
1: okay, so take three uh here with jake christ uh, we're having a few problems with the uh with 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 the internet connection we'll say uh but we are managing with it aren't we jake
0: absolutely
1: we're going to do it it's going to be a bit of work for me splicing all this together but i'm looking forward to the challenge um I'm i do have love a challenge <laughs> it's not a problem but it's not a problem it's all good um okay so we've slammiversary only uh, around the corner now who do you think we might see turn up, and who would you like to see turn up, and why?
0: You know, I have no idea who's going to turn up, but I'll be honest, I would love to see EC3 turn up. He's, he's a Cleveland guy, he's from Ohio, and like, being from Ohio, we just like pulling for each other. I would love to see EC3 back in an Impact Wrestling ring.
1: Fantastic. And
0: uh, I also would love to see Spud. I would love to really? see Spud come back. Like I, I I've had a really, I had a really great match with Spud in Ring of Honor uh, years and years ago. Uh, I forget who his tag partner was, but it was, uh, it was a really fun match.
1: Yeah, he's a great, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he's a, a Birmingham lad. Um, he's a good yeah, he's a UK lad. He's a Birmingham lad, and uh, yeah, he's—he's—I uh, think he's an incredible talent. Um, what does a Birmingham
0: team... lad mean? Well, he's, he's from like, Birmingham. Oh, he's, he's from Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. Is that a—is that a good place or a bad place? He's, he's, well, Birmingham like is probably say, oh, yeah. People say, "Oh, Jake's from Dayton, Ohio." Like <laughs> it could be like, "Oh, wow, he's from a bad city." <laughs>
1: Um, well, no, no, I mean, Birmingham is probably, I think, I think it's the second largest city in the UK. Oh, cool. Certainly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, second or third, um, obviously after London, um, and, uh, it's, it's due some, some pretty, pretty good wrestlers over the years. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, you know, he's, uh, it, it, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean, uh, just showing my knowledge. know. So, uh, around. But, you know, he's a, he's a yeah, he's, he, is, he is a talent. It's a shame for, for us that um, he was offered another contract. I'm assuming that he, he that was a real thing, a story. But apparently he was uh, re-offered a contract to be back on NXT, I've heard. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it might have just been a story. I don't know. But I, I think he's been, I think he has been re-signed. Um, but um, yeah, that would be a shame. But yeah, no, he's very good. He's actually uh, very underrated, I think, in the ring. I think people don't. Very,
0: very much so. Very much so.
1: They, they don't I've realize. Yeah, yeah, he's a great. Yeah, he's he, he's good. I I really enjoyed his matches. I think it's because he's a, because he's so small. He's he's oh, yeah. he's so, he's so slight. But, uh, you know, it's like it's, it, it seems kind of unrealistic to. You know, like like when he had a match with EC3, for instance, you know the best friend thing it was going on where EC3 was humiliating him and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
1: it, it was inconceivable that Spud was going to give him a match, right? Um, nice. But they told um, an incredible story in the ring. You know, they they did such a good job of that. You know, and Spud, you know, being the underdog and you know hulking out oh, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, I mean, it, it's just, um, yeah, no, he's 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 a great talent. I wish him all the best. I think it's it's great that uh, that WWE obviously see uh, the potential in him um, yeah. to 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 do more, which is great. Um, I think you're right. I think EC3 would be uh, would be massive. I think it would be. Uh, it would be a great return. Um, now, obviously, I, you know, I, I'm not asking you to give us an exclusive or anything like that. It was just a case I thought it would be interesting to see who you oh, would yeah, like yeah. to, see, you know, turn I out. Great. I would
0: like to see, and I'll be honest, like, when it comes to anything like that, I, I'm i the last to know anything.
1: <laughs> so, I, that. I, really I, mean, I get to keep a lot of stuff in their chest, right? Yeah. Go I on, so. EC3. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. I, you know, um, I, I don't know whether this is a whether there's a chance of this at all, but I, I'd love to see Bully Ray and because um, obviously the Ace is an ace connection, so I'd like to see uh, Bully Ray turn up because I think he is, uh, he, for me, he's, he, he's almost as good as Sammy as a heel, almost as good. Uh, but oh, uh... there's certainly...
0: The thing with Bully Ray is too is like I mean it does seem like Impact loves their ECW talent.
1: Yes, they do.
0: I mean that kind of makes sense too.
1: Yeah, I just I just think that uh, his run as the as the leader or the pres the president of Aces and Eights that run where they gave him that, you know, I mean, it was almost a year's worth of, of, of you know, he was the top man in the company. It's probably the best stuff that, that he's ever done in his career. Um, so for me, it's kind of like, you know, if he comes back as, as part of Aces and Aces, if that happens, we're hoping that happens, um, then that would, be, that would be really, really cool. And I think it'd be very big for the promotion as well. Um, you know, if that happens. I think so too. Definitely. Okay, well, um, I know we've had a few technical issues, but um, I'm really excited um, to see what's next. Obviously, for yourself and impact in the coming months, and hopefully um, over the years as well. Hopefully, okay. so we'll be oh. great to see. Um, but that's going to have to be it for today. And uh, so I hope everybody's enjoyed my discussion with uh, my special guest, Jake Chris, today um jc do you do you want to uh do you want to let the tni tribe know where they can keep up to date with all that's going on with you on the socials or anything like that
0: yeah the socials uh hit me up on uh twitter it's it's all simple gotta make it simple dj crest at twitter Instagram. you I into to uh, social media. Oh, I do have Facebook. I'm just Jake Crust on Facebook.
1: <laughs> exactly. And guys, I encourage you to definitely follow this man. He's a, an incredible talent. Um, and um, you know, a, a lot of the stuff's going on at the moment. He, he really does uh, put out some great stuff. You should keep an eye on that. And don't forget that these days we do get a lot of sort of kind of Uh, builds and little additions going on to storylines, etc., that you see on the show, which happen on, on, on social media. So it's really nice to see that as well. So you don't want to miss any of that. So make sure you, uh, you give Jake a follow. Um, If you want to know how to find the bison, uh, I'm very active on Twitter at Lord Bison 45. Um, You know, don't forget to follow the total nonstop impact network at We Talk Impact, um, which is available on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Please make sure to leave me a thumbs up um, and a comment to let me know how I'm how I'm doing. Um, And feel free to add your thoughts on today's guest. Um, So all that's left to say, really, is take care, everybody. Um, Until next time, it's goodbye from the bison. Um, this has been Bison Talks Impact with my very special guest, Jake Christ.
0: Thank you so much for having me on. God bless. Okay.